Hey everybody, this is Tom Sweeney for Black Grass for another episode of Ask a Friend. Uh, uh, Today, actually, I have the honor and privilege of having my daughter on the show again. And actually, it was an interesting conversation. She realized that she had a whole library of other kinds of music that she wanted to share with everybody and insisted that we do it again. And so I am always up for a good conversation about music that you love and music that you haven't heard in a long time. If you're just tuning in for the first time, that is the format. I just call up people that I know and I ask them what kind of music they like and what kind of music they'd like to hear more of. Uh, So if you're on Anchor and you're listening to this, you can actually hear the songs that we pick on Spotify, or even better, send me a voicemail and then I'll put that, if it's family friendly, on the show. And if you pick a song that I can find on Spotify, I'll use it for the interlude music. So today's Ask a Friend is going to be episode number 11. I'm very excited to be over 10, which is the double digits. But even better, it's going to be my second time interviewing my beautiful and talented daughter, Vera Sweeney. So how about some interlude music, and then we'll get right to it. Thanks, everybody. Hello, everybody. This is Tom Sweeney from Black Raz with another episode of Ask a Friend. And today's guest is the lovely and talented Miss Vera Sweeney, my daughter. She is appearing on the show again because I just am fascinated with her amazing library and wealth of knowledge when it comes to music. And so it's always impressive to me, especially when someone mentions stuff that is not what you hear in the mainstream. And that's why I was eager to have her on the show again, which is very exciting. So I'm going to let her tell you about the kind of music we're going to discuss discuss today. So Vera, take it away. Hi everybody. So if you haven't heard my last interview, you may or may not know that I'm not only a huge rock, heavy metal, punk fan, because I get that from my dad and he's a musician, so you just kind of like... It's like heredity. You inherit the musical taste from your parents, whether people want to admit it or not. But on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, I got a lot of pop music I like. I have a lot of kind of just, I guess you could call it eclectic music that I like. I like show tunes. I like music from other countries. I like, you know, just a little bit of everything of course except for country but we went over that whole rant in the last episode so I won't bore you with that but I just find it so interesting because people don't like I'll tell people that I have this broad range of music that I love and maybe they don't believe me or they just don't <laughs> yeah they don't or, believe you I d- or they don't think it's as broad of a range as what I'm saying it is. Right, right. Because one minute on my playlist, you'll hear Enter Sandman by Metallica. Right. <laughs> and then the very next minute, you'll hear Mamma Mia by ABBA from Mamma Mia, the both, musical. Both great bands, I might add. Of course, they're great bands, but it's just so funny because you'll hear the Broadway version of Mamma Mia one second and then the next second you hear ACDC it's a long way to the top or Led Zeppelin the immigrant song you know and then 
right back to the other end, you'll hear something from, like, the new movie, The Greatest Showman, which mm-hmm. I loved. I loved The Greatest Showman. You went and saw it with me. You saw it twice, I actually. I saw it twice, yes. It was absolutely amazing. <laughs> Hugh Jackman did a great job. The whole cast did a great job. Hugh Jackman has an amazing vocal range. Like, I knew he could sing because I saw him sing in Les Miserables. I saw him, he sang in Happy Feet. Most people don't know that. He played Mumble's dad in Happy Feet. Yeah, the Elvis guy. <laughs> and he did a really good job. And we're all like, oh, that's Hugh Jackman. I totally forgot. But... So I knew he could sing, but I didn't know he could sing like that. Yeah, and this movie proves it. Oh, yeah, and he was, like, dancing around, and I... But Zendaya did a phenomenal job. Zac Efron did a phenomenal job. The entire cast, like, they... Whoever did the casting deserves a raise, honestly. And and just for the record, go see that movie if you haven't seen it already, The Greatest Showman. And if you can't see it in a theater, make sure you see it on a big screen with loud music because it's just amazing. Yeah, I mean, I've been listening to the playlist even now, and it's been like weeks since we saw the movie. That's kind of what brought this conversation up, isn't it? Kind of, yeah, because I was thinking about it, and I'm like... Oh, I was talking about how I have, you know, this broad background in rock music and punk music and, you know, a little bit of pop and a little bit of this, that, and the third, but I have a really broad background in show tunes as well. Yeah, well, why is that? (laughs) Okay, so I did school musicals from the time I was, like, in fifth grade, I believe. Yeah, fifth grade. And I was a sparkly dancing fork in Beauty and the Beast. Yay, dancing forks. <laughs> and I remember I had a little bow tie and I had a white button-down shirt and black slacks on. And I was so excited. I'm just, I'm in a show and I'm in Beauty and the Beast, you sparkly know. Sparkly forks unite. Spark- yeah, exactly. Well, sparkly <laughs> utensils. It utensils. wasn't just forks. It was utensils. And... I loved it so much that I just kept doing it all through high school. And then, unfortunately, there were a couple times in high school, due to circumstances that were not under my control, where I missed auditions or, you know, just something came up and I wasn't... There was one show that I was dying to do, and it was West Side Story, and I missed the group dance audition and they wouldn't let me do it by myself even though I knew the choreography and everything but that's a whole other we're we're not gonna get into that (laughs) yeah seriously so um anyone who's seen Gabriel Iglesias will get that joke (laughs) but um luckily the I I did offer to help with a bunch of behind the scenes stuff costume changes and makeup and all that fun jazz. I mean, I'm not a makeup guru, but I can make you look like a clown to make it look good on stage. So. <laughs> and that's one thing that people don't realize is that you look like a clown backstage, but on stage you look amazing. So it's going to look horrible in photos, but it's going to look great on stage. That's all that matters. Yep, Anyone yep. who's ever been in school musicals or Broadway productions or anything will know that that's a fact. Those like cameras make you look 10 pounds heavier, right? Exactly, exactly. But anyway, so luckily I was able to help out with the choreography and, you know, I, I memorized everybody's lines because I'm psychotic like that and nice. I just can't help it. But um, I, I just remember I was helping them with choreography and behind the scenes stuff. And then um, the very next year we were doing Footloose 
And the auditions were the day before I was coming back from a family vacation. And I begged and I begged and I begged. And I'm like, please just let me audition. You know, I'll learn the choreography overnight. I'll learn the lines overnight. And I've done it before, so they know I can do it. But they just kept saying no, and I was devastated I was so devastated because I love Footloose and it was the old school version not the new 2011 version it was the one where it's in the 80s Kevin Bacon Bacon, you know everything's better with bacon until you put chocolate on it and then it just gets gross that's weird but yeah, chocolate <laughs> that's weird. where I draw the line <laughs> I love chocolate and I love bacon but not together <laughs> that's where you draw the line off topic back but we to... don't discriminate <laughs> we don't discriminate <laughs> but it's just not my personal preference so now I know Any... you have a list of songs that you want to mention uh, not not songs because if it's songs we're going to be here all day <laughs> Okay. but I do have a very like a surprisingly long list of just musicals that I've seen or I've heard the soundtracks of because not because contrary to popular belief musicals are very expensive to go see right now (laughs) really oh yeah there's a new musical called Hamilton and it's like $800 for a ticket what it's crazy $800 for a musical ticket for a live show ticket it's crazy I don't know if it's gone that down better now. better be Celine Dion in the cast or something. <laughs> Come on. Well, actually, the guy... The, Wait, for 800 bucks a ticket, I want Whitney Houston brought back from the dead. A hologram of Whitney Houston. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but the, one, the lead singer who plays Alexander Hamilton in the musical, he did help with Disney um, on the soundtrack of Moana. There's, oh. there's one song, I forget what the proper name is. But um, I think it's called We Know the Way. Oh, yeah, where they're sailing. And, and she and sees the, ghosts sailing. Yeah, she sees, like, her ancestors sailing on that the they ships. That they were and, adventurers. Yeah, yeah, and they were voyagers or whatever. They were voyagers. Yeah, and, she, were voyagers. and she comes running out of the cave, and her grandma's just chilling there, like, okay, it's like her long <laughs> And then she comes back to her grandma's like, why'd we stop? And then, all serious. Anyway, back to topic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get easily distracted, in case you can't tell, but... Squirrel. (laughs) But the lead singer who plays Alexander Hamilton was on the soundtrack for that song. The part where they're singing in... I can't speak. In English was him singing. Oh, cool. So that was really cool. Anyone who's a Hamilton fan will know. I believe his name is Lin-Manuel. Do you think they'll have the Moana track on Spotify? Oh, yeah. They definitely really? have the Moana track oh, on Spotify. Oh, we gotta find that song. I, I listened to that song, okay? We gotta find that song. <laughs> We're gonna find it. But, you know, again, there's The Greatest Showman. That is one of the few movie soundtracks where I like basically every single song from that soundtrack. That never happens, you know? Wow. You always have one or two songs where it's, eh, I don't really care for this song. Every single song was amazing That's and true. well executed. The vocals were phenomenal. Just that movie can do no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> Moana. And, and the greatest, and the greatest showman. showman. So two movies you have to go see now, everybody. I'm about to make it three. Okay, now here's the third one. Okay, here we go. And this one is drumroll, please. The cult classic Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, come on. That's a that's a no-brainer. 
You'd be surprised how many people have not seen Rocky Horror Picture Show. I don't think that's physically possible. It's been shown three billion times. <laughs> Since the 70s. Yeah, I mean, if it weren't for digital, they would not be able to see anything anymore. It'd be, it's shown so much that the film would have burned through to just white. But um, for those of you who don't know, I work in retail, and we sell T-shirts with the Rocky Horror Picture Show logo on it. And I was wearing it at work one day, and some, no joke, someone came up to me, and they said, what's Rocky Horror Picture Show? And I just stood there for a second. I didn't know whether to scream at them or just cry. Stunned silence. Exactly. I'm just... What how, rock have you been how, living under? How do you know? How do you not know what Rocky Horror Picture Show is? Oh, you must be a nerd. No one likes you. You're a nerd. Okay. No one likes okay, you. But no, You're a nerd. No one likes you. What he's singing is from Hot Tub Time Machine. So if you haven't seen Hot Tub Time Machine, go do your research, please. Yeah, but I'm going to record that song. <laughs> I'm going to turn that into a hit song. Not if I put it in my movie first. <laughs> You're a nerd. No one likes you. You're a nerd. No one likes you. But Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's okay. Again, we get easily distracted. So anyway, Rocky Horror Picture Show is, again, a cult classic. I think The Greatest Showman is basically the next Rocky Horror Picture Show in the respect that... Well, yeah. Okay, in the respect. Well, just in the respect that, you know, it, don't get me wrong. It was huge in the box office This when it came out against Rocky Horror, which was not huge in the box office right. when it came out. But... Again, a lot of people have not seen The Greatest Showman, and they're kind of like, nah, you know, it's a musical movie. I don't well, really want to go why. see it. Because La La Land tainted oh, everybody. Don't, don't get me started on La La Land. I mean, La that Land. scarred people for please, life. Please do not get me started on I, La I won't. La Land. I'm just, all I'm saying is they put out La La Land and, and burned into people's psyches that musicals are weird or artsy yeah artsy or horrible or whatever Mm -hmm. and then the greatest showman comes out and has to you know clean up the mess from la la land (laughs) yeah yeah and don't get me wrong there were a lot of people who did like la la land i was just not one of those people nor i (laughs) i'm i'm gonna sum it up for you i love ryan gosling i love emma stone they're both phenomenal actors they seem like really great people and everything like that i've met ryan gosling he was super nice an amazing human just and it really breaks my heart to say anything bad about la la land since i met him but it just was not worth the hype it was getting in my personal opinion it was good and it was really cool seeing all of the spots in la i'm like oh i know where that is i know where that is i know where that is i've been there i've done that yeah you met him that's right i forgot yeah yeah very briefly it was only for like 10 minutes nobody nobody freak out everybody calm down yeah but but you also met a couple other people didn't you we'll get into that in a minute let me finish my rant (laughs) all right but and and again it breaks my heart to say anything bad about it because he's done such good movies crazy stupid love where he gets into a fight with steve carell (laughs) 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 and he dates emma stone and it's this whole big thing and if you haven't seen that movie put it on your list too it is a phenomenal movie it will make anybody laugh yeah yeah but la la land was just two and a half hours of really cool sights in la and then a relationship that was on and off between Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling with some singing here and there. Which is fine. But it didn't make sense. But it didn't make sense to me. 
and with how much hype it was getting, it really raised my standards. And I, and I was watching it. And I'm like, okay, it's gonna start getting. Oh no, it's not getting any better. Okay, maybe now it'll get better. No, it's still not getting better. And I'm sitting through two and a half hours just praying it's gonna get better, and it didn't get better. But if you liked La La Land. I'm sorry. That is your opinion. You're allowed to have your opinion. I'm allowed to have mine. We're not going to start. No, even better. <laughs> if you have a differing opinion, please send us a voicemail through Anchor and we'll post it as but, long as it's family friendly. And you have to be nice. Mm. No name calling. We're not about that life um, unless, you know, it's your nerd and no one likes you because right. hot tub time machine. But yeah. And this episode is not about <laughs> movies. It's about the music in, in the, the movies. movies and in musicals. And that's another thing I wanted to mention is I don't think people realize how important music is in movies. Oh, my gosh, yeah. People, for example, Thor Ragnarok, mm -hmm. they used the Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin at least three times, probably more, but I was just so laughing so much during that movie. I couldn't really pay attention. But... Not only is that song famous by itself from, obviously, Led Zeppelin, and then School of Rock with Jack Black. They oh, were you singing mean the song. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's another good example of songs in movies, School of Rock. But music sets the tone for so much, not just in movies, but in everyday life. You know, you play the cha-cha slide when you DJ, everybody's going to be on the dance floor doing the cha-cha slide. You bet they will be. Mm -hmm. Or you play the Cupid Shuffle, everybody's going to do the Cupid Shuffle. But, you know, if you play uh, the Immigrant song, you're going to hear everybody going, ah, you know, just belting out the lyrics. And I don't think people realize how influential songs can be in everyday life as well as movies because that sets the tone like even at the oscars they have oscars for best sound movie soundtrack mm -hmm. i think it is yeah. so you know and i just think it just goes unnoticed you know sometimes i mean obviously for us because we're crazy like that and we're like oh what song are they gonna use you know yeah, yeah. And at first, I thought they were just using the Immigrant Song for the Thor trailer, and then they used it multiple times in the movie, and I'm like, oh, yes! They, they have permanently attached the Immigrant <laughs> exactly. Song to Thor now. But that is such good marketing. Yeah, yeah, it is. But that's a whole other podcast. So. Okay, so now you've got other songs or shows uh, yes, listed. Yes, And we're running out of time, so let's okay. get those out there. Well, Les Mis, I mentioned. Mamma Mia, I mentioned. The Lion King, I mentioned which I saw on Broadway. It is phenomenal. It just, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, Wicked, which I saw while I was in London. And the Wicked is normally associated with Adina Menzel, who did the voice of Elsa in Frozen for Disney, I believe. Right. And she's phenomenal. But the woman I saw in London, her name, I'm probably going to butcher her name. I believe it's Willemann Verkijk. It's a Dutch name or oh, wow. a German name. Interesting. I, I feel Dutch. like I, I believe it's Dutch. I but can't let on to the no, story. Sorry. <laughs> There's another story it's, at another it's time. It's not copywritten yet. It's not copywritten. We can't tell you. It's a secret. But I'm, I'm not the kind of person who gets chills easily when I hear music. Every time she came on stage and sang, I got chills. Wow, really? It was in incredible her voice was amazing she projected you could hear everything she was saying and so yeah definitely if you get 
even if you just look her up on YouTube, she's phenomenal. Cool. Um, and she also did the Dutch and German cover of Let It Go from Frozen. So. Oh, now wait, what was her name again? Willemann Verkijk. I'm probably Verkijk. saying that horribly wrong. Almost sounds German. Yeah, but if you look up, um, do you let know it, how to spell it? Let it no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But if you look up, let it go in, um, I think it's twenty four different languages or something like that. You'll find her singing the Dutch and the German portion of it. Okay, and she does a phenomenal job. So oh, that's cool. Highly recommend. Here's a throwback one for you, Aida. A I D A. It was on Broadway. Saw it when I was young. It was one of my favorite shows. My cousin did it for his school play. I've never heard of that. You've never heard of Aida? No. <gasps> I'm sorry. She can I, never appear on this show again. I'm sorry. I am. I'm She's going to take over and I, I'm fired. I feel personally attacked right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's an amazing show. It's about. Um, it focuses on the main character, Aida, mm-hmm. who is living in Egypt and it's being taken over by oh god please don't please let me be right I believe it's the Romans I don't remember but they're being taken over by white folk we'll say and um Aida ends up falling in love with this general they fall in love with each other but because she's a slave girl and he's a general they can't be together but he refuses to marry, I believe it's the princess? I think it's the princess? Wow, that will cause trouble. So he refuses to marry her, and then I, long story short, they get buried alive, and it's a whole like big... Plot twist, everybody <laughs> dies. No, 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 just they die. Just <laughs> they die. Everybody else is fine. Just Aida oh, just and the them? main guy die. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a beautiful... Romeo and Juliet, is that it? Kind of, yeah. It's... Except they don't kill themselves, they just get killed. They, no, they just get buried alive. Oh. But it's a... Overall, it's a beautiful story. The music is wonderful. The, is this a Pompeii thing? Are they near Pompeii? Is that what that is? They get buried alive? I, no, no. Pompeii is in Greece. They're in Egypt. Oh, okay. Never mind. Different story. See, see this is why he's going to get fired, guys. Okay. <laughs> and then, of course, but again, if you haven't seen it, just look it up on Google or YouTube. You'll find something. Beautiful show. Phenomenal cast. And... It really is a good story, other than the morbid fact that they're buried alive, but... It's a little twisted, I, I mean... I have experience in, in writing stories like that, though, so... Wait <laughs> the till look I just wait, got, man. Wait till it's copywritten, <laughs> and then I will tear you apart. Then it's fine. Yep, yep, okay. And then, of course, you have the classic, <clears throat> The Wizard of Oz. Yes, gotta love it. Because it's The Wizard of Oz. Need I say more? That's all you need. That's all you get for free. <laughs> we charge for more than that. Yep. <laughs> and then this one is fairly new on Broadway still, and it's Aladdin. On Broadway? Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's now a musical on Broadway. Is it good? I personally haven't seen it, but I've heard it's really good, although I still can't get past the fact that Robin Williams is no longer with us. Oh, and no, nobody... come on. You had I, to go there. I, I'm sorry. Just, okay, I agree. I am still not over that. Okay? <laughs> too soon, guys. Too it's soon. Too soon to be talking about Robin Williams again. <laughs> mm. But he set up Aladdin in my mind 
So, and now they're making a live action one, and I really want to go see it, but at the same time, I'm like, it's not the same. I know. Isn't but Will Smith in that? The new I think one? Will Smith is playing the genie. Well, but, he probably will do an excellent job, but it's a tough shoes to fill with that, man. Well, because Robin William created the genie. He did. So. He really did. But anyway, before we get too upset, I'm going to move on. Thank you. <laughs> and then another classic, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, saw, yeah. I saw that on Broadway, I believe when Tony Braxton was playing <gasps> really? Beauty and the Beast. Wow, I love her. Yeah, she did phenomenal. I don't remember much of it, but I remember... Um, Tony Braxton, that's a name to look up. <laughs> if you don't know Tony Braxton, look her up. Do your freaking research, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean it in the nicest way possible, guys. I'm sorry for yelling at you. <laughs> that was a good call. All but, of these are great. Actually. Thank you, thank you. But I vaguely remember, because I remember them dancing to Tale as Old as Time, and then I vaguely remember her singing in the beginning, you know, Little Town, it's a quiet village. And I just remember thinking, I'm like, wow. You know, and I didn't, I was maybe like, what, five-ish or seven? I don't even know how old I was by I that know. point. But, you know, I just remember being in love with it. And I loved Beauty and the Beast growing up. So it was easy very easy. Translate. It was easy for me to, you Shift know, make the connection. Live, love, love of the live show, yeah. Exactly, exactly. One that I was in that I'm very biased toward is Annie Get Your Gun. Nice. Um... And for those of you who don't know, the song, I Can Do Anything Better Than You, you know, I can do anything better than you, no you can't, yes I can, that one, it's originated from Annie Get Your Gun. So, the, you know, they use it in a lot of parodies now, and it's, you know, sometimes you'll see it in um, TV shows, TV shows and commercials. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or um, I think they did it on an episode of the show Glee at one point, they did a cover of it. But, yeah, so that's where that song came from. And I am just biased toward it because I was in it. So. Nice, nice. <laughs> and then I mentioned West Side Story and Footloose. This one is actually, in my opinion, kind of underrated. It's called Damn Yankees. Oh, yeah. Okay. And if you've never seen Damn Yankees, it's one of those movies where... At first, when you watch it, you're kind of like, what am I watching? <laughs> but then after you watch it, you're like... I kind of want to see it again, you know? Yeah. It's one of those movies where you're not totally sure what's happening the whole time, but you can kind of, like, fill in the blanks. Mm -hmm. But there was this one character who I absolutely loved. Her name was Lola, and she talked in this ridiculous accent. I don't even know what it was. Uh -huh. Some people said it was Russian. Some people said it was Spanish. I don't... It was just a made-up accent, basically. And she was sent to seduce the main character who was married, and he got thrown back to how he was in his 20s like he looked like he did when he was 20 because he made a deal with the devil and he was playing for the Yankees and they were doing really good oh. and the devil decided okay we're gonna mess with him a little bit because I want his soul you know because if he wins ex if he takes them and wins the World Series then he gets his soul back and he gets to go back to his wife and everything like that but of course we can't have that can we nope, nope. <laughs> so, this is the devil we're talking about so um Anyway, so Lola is sent to seduce him, and it almost works. It almost works. Her weird dancing and her crazy accent almost, almost works. But um, I won't spoil the ending for you because I actually think it's one of those underrated ones. Again, it's kind of like Rocky Horror where you watch it the first time and you're just, what is going on? Yeah, so what's your favorite song in that one? 
Um, probably whatever Lola wants. Because, whatever Lola wants. Because it's just so funny. Because she's like, whatever Lola wants. Lola gets and she's singing it in a ridiculous accent right and she talks like that too so it's not like right, she's right. switching back and forth to this beautiful singing voice and then she talks really weird I love that it was consistent throughout the entire song and if you see the video it's hilarious just watch the video you don't even need to watch the whole movie just watch that video of whatever Lola wants and it's hilarious so what else um we're wrapping it up I promise <laughs> um I mentioned Les Miserables Again, huge Again. Hugh Jackman was in the movie version of that. Did phenomenal. Right. Anne Hathaway was in it. Amazing. Love her. And shout out. <laughs> and then <laughs> Mamma Mia. And then another one that was on Broadway for a hot second. I don't know if it still is, but it was definitely there at one point. Is The Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love The Little Mermaid. Although my middle school, it was after... It was when I was in high school, but... Um, I knew a bunch of... I was friends with a bunch of kids who were still in middle school, and they did The Little Mermaid Junior, which I thought was kind of silly because it's the exact same show. It's just Junior after it, but whatever. And the main girl was phenomenal. She ended up getting the lead in Annie Get Your Gun, and it was so funny. Everyone's like, you two look like your sisters. You two could look like your twins or whatever. So I called her my mini-me, but more talented. (laughs) More talented mini-me. My more talented mini-me. So, but we're way over time, so I'm going to stop now. Now, is it weird for me to say that I love a movie about finding young women naked on the beach? (laughs) I think that's every guy's dream, honestly. (laughs) I mean, come on. And maybe a couple of lesbians thrown in there, you know. They don't have to be lesbians. They can learn. No, I'm I'm just saying, you know, we can't exclude anybody. We're all about inclusion. As long as they're open. As long as is everybody it, communicates. Is it, is it weird that me and my dad are having this conversation? Not at all. All right, so we're going to wrap it up. Vera, thank you so much for being on my show again. Thank you that for having amazing, me. That uh, was amazing, the different uh, shows and movies and such that we talked about. It would be really good examples for people to go look up and enjoy if they haven't already. And now you guys genuinely know how broad of a range I have. Yeah, yeah. So, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, you can get a hold of Vera at... Well, my Instagram is all lowercase, Vera, V as in Victor, and then E-R-A dot Sweeney, S-W-E-E-N-E-Y, spelled like Sweeney Todd, if you really want to know. That's another good one, by the way. That just popped in my head. Didn't even think about it. Um, So, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me there. I just post stuff that I think is cool because I have nothing better to do <laughs> and I am that's not true well at all. I'm also I also post a lot of my um other excursions and adventures. projects and adventures on there I post little snippets of my script on there sometimes mm-hmm. and I do have a Zazzle store called La Mouche Noir if you know French, yes, it's the black fly, and my logo is a cat, but it's named after my roommate's cat, whose name is Moosh. Long story, long story, we're not going to get into that, but if you want to follow my Zazzle store, I'm posting every week, at least once a week, mm-hmm. new products, new items, designs. new designs, 
So I would love it if you guys even just follow me or if you have any questions, you know, if you follow me on Instagram and you have questions about where to go visit in LA, feel free to direct message me and I'll give you some ideas. And And special requests for designs too, right? Yeah, yeah. I also take special requests for designs, but of course it needs to be family friendly. We're a family show. Everybody calm down. And her stores are family friendly. Well, for right now. For right now. (laughs) Is there something you need to tell me? No, no, no. Lazy Superheroes is just going to be a hot mess. Oh, okay. Oh, and that's the other thing. I did write a script called Lazy Superheroes. It's currently a work in progress. Well, it's being considered. It's... It's being passed around. Yeah, right now. it's it's being thrown around. It is copywritten, so we are allowed to talk about it. It's self-explanatory. I think I explained it a little bit on the last time I was on the show. Maybe. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you, you did. You it's, did. It's lots of laughs. My my dad was laughing a lot when he was editing it for me. Yeah. So yeah, that's just some of the other projects I have going right now. And then I have work on top of that because, you know, we all have to be normal human beings and work, so. I'm not normal. Okay, but I'm saying according to society, we have to be normal. I refuse. <laughs> I opt out. I decide. I, I volunteer to, to opt I out. I make my own decisions. I volunteer to be tribute. <laughs> no, don't do that. So, all right, everybody, thanks for tuning in. And thank you for uh, letting us record here in beautiful downtown Pasadena, California. Hope you enjoyed the background music and the background sounds of everything happening here. I'm eager to have Vera back on again another time. So until then, rock on, everybody. Bye. Hey, everybody, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Ask a Friend with Tom Sweeney from Blackgrass. This time I was the second time for Vera to be on the show, and it was really exciting to hear all of the different show tunes that she talked about. Some really amazing stuff. If you haven't heard of that stuff before, definitely check it out. If you're on Anchor, you can just click on the samples that I included in the show, and it'll take you to the whole songs there and more. If you're not, then please Google search those shows, Broadway tunes, uh, and enjoy discovering a whole new world of art and music. So again, I look forward to hearing from you guys. If you're on Anchor, definitely send me a voice message uh, and let me know what song you would like to hear before the next interview. If it's on Spotify, I will be able to use it. And if your message is fun or family-friendly, then I will definitely use it uh, in the show. So I look forward from, to hearing from you. Also, if you guys want to contact me, feel free to reach me at blackgrass.com, which is B-L-A-K-G-R-A-Z.com. Until then, rock on.